Hi, Charles here from Nerve of the Phone Podcast, and you are listening to Tokyo Munchies Podcast, hosted by Kyle, here on the IndieBlastNetwork.com and on Anchor.fm. Stay tuned and get yourself some Tokyo Munchies! Hey guys, welcome back to the Tokyo Munchies podcast. And this episode today is brought to you by Bazooka Candy Brands.jp. Bazooka Sliders. Slide Push Pop. Oishi Desne. Talk about that a little bit later. Anyway, guys, I'm sorry that we have not released any podcasts for probably about a month and a half, almost two months now. I'm super busy over here. Um, we went from having nothing on whatsoever work wise to. A full-blown six-week summer camp, coaching tennis five days a week, and I just didn't have time to do a podcast. So I was just, I was just absolutely knackered. If we put that in the Aussie vernacular, knackered means tired or buggered. Buggered means tired as well. Shagged, shagged means tired as well. You can use all three of those in Australia. If you're talking to someone from Australia, they say, "Yeah, how you doing, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm knackered." So it means, yeah, I'm tired. Anyway, gets back to let's get back to Japan, back to the Tokyo Munchies podcast. So we've got a lot to talk about today because a lot of rad stuff's been going on, but we're going to go through the format because there's a system in place for a reason. There is a system in place for a reason. So we'll go right into what you guys always love to talk about: the Tokyo weather. Let's see what's happening in Japan in the weather in Tokyo. So it is 2:34 p.m. in Tokyo right now. It is a lovely Wednesday. The temperature is 27 degrees Celsius, and that for you American friends over there is 81 degrees Fahrenheit.、Um, uh, what else we got here? Precipitation is at 40%. So there's a 40% chance it's going to rain. It's sort of hovering around that. Humidity is 69 percent. That's about right. Wind speed meters per second is two. So it's not really windy. It's not breezy. It's not really humid. It's not really hot. And there's not much rain. Not much chance of rain either.、Um, as we talked about Tokyo weather before, we just went through the Japanese summer, which this year was actually not too bad. Sometimes it seems to drag on a little bit and carry on like a pork chop, but、um, this year was actually pretty good. Uh, it got up to 36, 38, I think. That was like the、um, weather, like、um, weather thing. It was like 20, uh, sorry, 38, 36, 38 degrees Fahrenheit, degrees Celsius.、Oh, I'm getting tongue-tied now. But、um, that only lasted for probably three weeks at most. It wasn't too bad. So it was saying 36 on the forecast, and then it says real feel. 36 real feel is 46, and man, I tell you, I real feel is pretty real. As I said, I was doing the summer camp coaching tennis. I'm outside on a rooftop, 
coaching tennis, there's no shade. And it was 36, real feel 46, and I can tell you, it was real feel 46. I was cooking up there, man. After I finished work, I'd get home, I'd jump in the pool and lay in the pool for an hour and a half, two hours, trying to cool down. Then have a cool, sh- then and drink a beer, obviously, non-alcoholic beer. And then I jump in the shower and have a cold shower, and I still felt hot. And it took me three days to cool down. And every day I'd be going back to work and just reheating again. So it was pretty nasty, but that's life. You gotta have the ups and the downs. You gotta have the hots and the colds. So yeah, that's pretty much um, the Tokyo weather. So now we're going into. Just want to finish this off because I almost got sidetracked then. So now we're going into. We've finished the summer, the hot summer. We're going into fall now, or, or we're going into autumn now. I'm Australian, we say autumn. <clears throat> going in the fall now for you Americans out there in the US of A. So we're going into autumn right now, and now it's getting cool. It's nice, like tops are 27, 28. It's a nice temperate climate. Um, the weather's pretty nice. It's mostly cloudy, partially cloudy most of the time. But the fun part is, after that, we're in. We're going into typhoon season. We're like we're dead into typhoon season right now. I think we've already had three or four typhoons come through. We had a big one a couple of weeks ago, which wasn't much of an issue. But um, again, this year is pretty good. We had a. Sh- Actually, this year has been really good weather-wise. Just on the weather. Um, the winter was nice and long, which is good. The spring period was really long, and then the cherry blossoms are out for about six weeks. It was really, really nice. Long, long cherry blossoms season here in Tokyo. Then we went into summer, which was really nice summer. It wasn't even that hot until, like I just mentioned, um, midsummer, end of summer, when I was doing that tennis camp. That's when it got a little bit hot. And then that finished really quickly, and now we're into autumn, and it's really nice weather, and we're in the middle of typhoon season. So we had a a long spring cherry blossom festival, a very short hot summer, and we're having a very subpar typhoon season. There's not much to write home about, typhoon-wise. And then after this, so September, October, November, yeah, we're going to start going into winter, December, and it's going to get cold, and hopefully we'll have some nice record snowfalls this year. Snowfalls, not floors. Last year's snow was really, yeah, it was not much. It was really, it was a sad season. I thought it would have been a bumper season, but it was really bad. We didn't have much snow. So fingers crossed this season, we're going to have a lot of snow, a lot of fresh powder, I'll bust out my new Burton, get some backside 180s, rip that stuff. Anyway, that's the Japan, that's the Tokyo weather. Let's go into the Japan news. Japan news, I'm gonna do this straight off the Google search and then go into my favorite website, thejapannews.com. So Japan news from the Google search, top stories, number one, number two, number three. Yoshihide Suga, picked by Japan's governing party to succeed Shinzo Abe. So as you probably might've seen the news, uh, Shinzo Abe has suddenly retired as the Prime Minister of Japan due to health reasons and he has been succeeded by Yoshihide Suga. I think Suga might have a pretty good track record. He's not as, um, he doesn't look as approachable as Abe does. But I've seen a lot of his news articles in the past and he seems to be pretty on par with um, good forward-thinking motion. So that's number one from the Google searches. Number two from NHK. No, number two. 
Japan on, on alert as typhoon season gets underway and there's a nice picture of a guy there wrestling with a plastic kamini umbrella which has been torn been pushed inside out and torn asunder it's ripped apart he's still trying to put it back into place good luck with that mate and Google search number three formidable challenges await as Suga is set to take over Japan PM which is pretty much the same thing as Google search Japan news number one but into the japannews.com website this is where we'll find the meat of the potatoes right here we go uh, number one Japan's national park faces crisis as Elephant in the room, Peter and Mike hits visitors' numbers. Uh, Japan's national parks are facing difficulties due to the impact of the novel Elephant in the Room, Peter and Mike, which has decimated visitor numbers. That's lovely English there. Attracting more than 300 million visitors in a typical year, the parks have served as a pillars of the local economy as you see however the number of foreign visitors has dropped drastically drastically and dramatically i'm not going to read any more into that because we all know the situation that's pretty easy uh japan news number two space sharing spreads to restaurants hotels even japanese temples wow the rental of unoccupied commercial spaces for telework use such as unreserved tables at restaurants and free spaces at hotels is becoming increasingly widespread. These space sharing services are likely to gain even more traction because those who rent such spaces are able to secure a place to work without worrying about someone bumping their elbow the whole time in a crowded cafe. So yeah, space sharing is actually going pretty much off chops over here. I've noticed some, some advertisement in the subways for the last couple of months, which is very interesting. I can't remember the name of the project, the project right now, but it's um like my room or something along those lines. It's a little fully self-contained box with a built-in chair, built-in desk, built-in fan, air conditioning and lighting. And you pretty much come in, I think there might be a computer in there too. You pretty much come in, turn the computer on or you bring your own computer, laptop, or tablet or a phone whatever you're using and it has all the charges and Wi-Fi and everything and you sit in this little box about the size of your toilet and you do your work in there and you close the door and lock it and no one can disturb you and I'm not sure where these are but I've seen them advertised in the subway so I'm not sure if they're just going to be randomly popping up on the street somewhere or in a park like walking down the road and then there's this random cube on the side of the road which is actually a small office and there's some dude in there doing some typing or like you're at the beach and you look around and then bang there's this cube on the beach with some lady in there doing her typing not sure but it's an interesting thing so space sharing is a big thing now in japan in tokyo for unused space or unreserved spaces and japan news number three abe cabinet resigns bringing official end to record rain the cabinet of Prime Minister Shinzo Abe resigned en masse at an extraordinary cabinet meeting on Wednesday morning. Abe ended up holding the Prime Minister's post for 2,822 consecutive days after his second cabinet was formed in December 2012, or a total of 3,188 days if his first cabinet is included. And yeah, kudos to Abe. Kudos to Abe. Definitely kudos to him. Um, I've been living in Japan for 11 years now. When I first came here, within the first five years, I think we saw four or five different prime ministers come through until Abe got the role. It was very interesting. Like I was 
got here first year in Tokyo. Okay, this is the Japanese Prime Minister. Oh, it's changed. Okay. Like, within six months to the year, bang, it's changed again. Within, like, three months to six months, bang, it changed again. It changes so quickly in Japan. Like, very interesting. Um, in Japanese business, it's a high-pressure environment. And I can imagine in Japanese politics, it would be a high-pressure environment times 10,027.16. So I can understand why they change Prime Ministers so quickly. But yeah, Abe, Abe is stuck to it. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm the Prime Minister, boy. This is my job. My house. And he just kept going through all the ups and downs. He brought out Abe Economics. He brought out his woefully unsuccessful Abe Women's thing, which he was doing. He set up a political program to promote women uh, uh, progressing in the workforce and gaining positions in political power and in corporations. And this was a massive failure on his behalf because uh, I think the eight members of this board were all male. And uh, there was some global consortium, consortium, some global meeting or something where countries around the world sent their delegates from their women's initiative programs to all meet. And the picture was really, really um, interesting. So we've got this picture of this room full of women. Um, there's the eight main leaders, ten main leaders standing up there on stage. They're all women from different countries around the world. And there's one Japanese man standing there representing the women of Japan in corporate and political positions. It's a man. And everybody else is a woman. And it's a man standing there quite sheepishly. Standing there. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Anyway, so as I, I just finished that news cycle off, so Abe's resigned because of health reasons. And actually, his. Um, the cabinet too. His whole cabinet. Leve Mass. They resigned as well. They're like, hey, if you're leaving, we're leaving. We're out. And, um, yeah, that's good That's good value. So that's the Japan news. That's the Tokyo weather, the Japan news, all caught up on a few good cats. Um, we've got a lot of interesting stuff to talk to you, talk to share with you guys about today. We're going to talk about the bazooka slider candy, talking about getting back into the driver's seat. I think shipping has opened back up again in Japan. Maybe I'm going to the post office right now to check that. And talk about some new things we've been doing, and um, yeah, we'll we'll just catch up on everything <clears throat> which has been going on. So I'll be back after this short commercial break, and stay tuned and hold on to your hats. Need something delivered? Do you need dinner? Groceries? Did you forget to stop and buy that bottle of tequila? Postmates is here for you. If you haven't tried Postmates before, we have a great deal for you. Just by setting up a new account and using the code IndieFood, you will be eligible for $100 in delivery fee credits for the first seven days of your membership. Don't wait. Go to Postmates.com and use the code IndieFood. That's I-N-D-I-E-F-O-O-D. Postmates. Anything, anytime, anywhere. Postmate it. And rad, thank you, Nate, from the Indie Blast Network podcast. That was a really cool CM, man. I wish I could do commercials as good as you, bro, but I'm Aussie. Oh, well, that's just an excuse, but yeah. I can't nail it like you nail it, but I'll try. I'll get better. I'll get better. So, guys, into why we're really here for the Tokyo Munchies podcast. We're here to talk about Japanese candy, because that's what we do. So, let's start off a little bit. Let's start off with what we talked about earlier at the opening of this podcast. The bazooka candy brands.jp. 
I um, got one of these, and I <laughs> got one of these from, from some kids that came over to my house to visit my kids. And they gave me a sliders push pop. And it's really, really cool, man. So it's this candy thing. It's this like hard plastic case thing. And it's got a little uh, hole in the end. You can tie the strap to and hang it off your belt or off your bag or whatever you want to hang it off or hang it around your wrist so you don't drop it. And it's a little fold out um, push pop. And it's from this company called Bazooka Candy Brands. When I first looked them up, they didn't have a presence in Japan, but I did a little bit of research, and on the packaging, in tiny, tiny, little English words, it says bazookacandybrands.jp, so I googled that, and yeah, now I'm on their website, and man, their website is so cool. I'm going to get some screenshots of this to um, chuck up online when I post this podcast out on my Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that, so you guys can check out the website too. I'll check the link in the description of the podcast as well. So, back to... Here we are. The Slider... Wow, man. Like I said, their website is really, really good. It's like a 1970s comic book strip on acid. And it's just bang, 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 pow, bang, whammy. It's all over the place. This is all in Japanese. We'll have a go at... Kinayo. Okay, I murdered that Japanese. If you're a Japanese teacher or pen- uh, oh, Japanese file, pardon that tongue slip there. Yeah, um, you can correct me on my Japanese. But yeah, the Bazooka Candy brand slider push pop is like your like a normal push pop, where you just push it up like a push pop or like a reverse pen. But these ones, um, the sliders one, you pull it out and then you. You take off the plastic wrapping, and then you <clears throat> fold down the little side thing, and bang, you've got this push-pop candy stick right there, ready for you to slurp on and enjoy till your heart's content. And they come in four really nice flavors. They come in a colder flavor, which is one I have right now, which is fantastic. I really like it. They have a grape flavor, soda flavor, and also the strawberry flavor. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get myself a bag of these, a box of these, and I'll be putting these in munchie packs in the future. In the future, that's something we're gonna talk about a little bit later in this segment, talking about Tokyo munchies. But yeah, you will be able to get your hands on your little mitts on a sliders push pop, either one of those four flavors in the Tokyo munchies pack, coming up in the future. So stay tuned for that. Um, just quickly, while we're on their website, I just want to play their commercial for you. It's going to be 30 seconds of probably craziness. I'm just going to hit play on this and you can hear it. So here we go. I love Japan for so many different reasons, but when Japanese advertising really takes it to a whole new level. Oishi candy sliders push pop! It's just fantastic. I love it. I love it. Everything about it is fantastic. The website, the commercial, the product. <laughs> ah, 
Fantastic. Anyway, so I'll be um, I'm gonna work, I'm gonna hit this company up. I'm probably gonna try to do some exclusive work with these guys because they've got a lot of cool stuff. They've got the slider push pops. They've got the mega mouths, which is uh, like a pan looking thing, which I which is really big. Um, they've got the juicy drop pop. Oh wow, that's cool. Oh cool, cool, cool. I'll jump in like really quickly and have a look at that. And again, the website's awesome. Righty Lensky. So the juicy, juicy drop pop. Be careful there. English, I almost said juicy pop, juicy poop pop, or yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, so I'm judging. Wow, dude, that is one rad looking candy. So it looks like a baby's bottle, and it has like a little ring thing on the bottom of it, and you pull the little ring thing out of the end of it, <clears throat> and it has like a hard candy thing. And then the other side of it has a little nozzle, which is like the baby bottle thing I was talking about. And you open that up and you can pour a different flavor onto the hard candy thing. I'm gonna have to take some screenshots of this to actually put that up to show you what I'm talking about. But that is rad. That is definitely going in the munchie packs too. Yes, a whole new era of Japanese candy. Anyway, so we're gonna keep going with that. So another thing we're gonna talk about, it's going into, it's gonna be October very, very soon. So obviously it's gonna be Halloween. I've been reading the news around the world and I've noticed that in a lot of places around the world Halloween has been poo-pooed, it's been cancelled, it's been blah, blah, it's been knocked on the head. I think you guys in the US, I think you guys have been pretty much, yeah, you can't really do it. I think some people will do it anyway, but um, I think the majority of it's been no, no, no. Same here in Japan, in Tokyo, you probably would have seen online somewhere what happens in Japan, in Tokyo during Halloween, um, especially Shibuya. Shibuya goes bat shit crazy, and I'm using bat shit as the Halloween reference here because bat's Halloween thing. Shit, it is crazy. Um, it's, wow, man, it's easily oh, 20 to 30,000 people, if not more than that, <clears throat> all come out and flood the Shibuya crossing, the scramble crossing, as some people call it. They they flood that crossing area. It's packed full of people in Halloween gear. Like the Spider-Man, there's Iron Man, there's Hulks, there's the Ring, there's the Grudge, there's <clears throat> every single possible Halloween costume you could possibly think of is there in Shibuya, and it's an all-night party. It does not stop, and it is so much fun. I've been there for I think I've done that five times. I missed last year because I was a bit. Uh, I was a bit under the weather, but um, I was there. I was there for the last four or five years in a row as Wolverine, running around the streets of Shibuya as Wolverine. And I'm I'm a big Marvel fan. I'm, I'm Wolverine's my number one X Men number. I'm a big Wolverine fan. Wolverine is number one for me. <clears throat> so I did the Wolverine progression with my Halloween costumes as I got older. So I started off as the Wolverine. I didn't go the full comic look with a comic costume. I'm not that much of a cosplayer, but um, I went for the normal like blue jeans, white singlet, grew my sideburns, my mutton chops, my handlebars, grew them right out, made my own claws out of a silver folder and painted them silver and sharpened them for good measure. And I did that for um, Wolverine version one, and then I did that. I think I did that again for version two because I was still a little bit younger. Still had um, my full dark hair. 
And then I progressed a little bit more. I went into like the Wolverine with the jacket look, a little bit more uh, movie looking Wolverine. And then I went into the Wolverine style with the black suit and the black tie. Uh, I can't remember the name of the movie now. The it was one of the Logan movies, the Wolverine movies, where he's in Japan wearing all the black suit. I know some of you are going to say, Oh, how can you claim to be a Wolverine fan if you can't remember the name of that movie? Well, I'm a, I'm a Wolverine fan because I collect the Wolverine and X-Men comics. I'm not a fan of the Wolverine or X-Men movies. But I went as back to positive. So I went through that progression. The black suit, the black tie, the funeral style Wolverine in Japan. And yeah, man, Halloween in Japan, if you ever had the chance to do it, you gotta do it in Shibuya. Yeah, it has to be done. It is so much fun. So on that point, Halloween, candy, chocolates. This time of the year, I'm normally gearing up and doing a massive promo, pushing all the Japanese Halloween candy kits that I put together. And I had some magical ones, man, for you guys. I had like the Halloween candy munchie pack, where it was 20 different Halloween style Japanese candies cakes, chocolate, sh uh, everything, DIY kits, had the medium munchie packs, so it's 10 of the, 10, <clears throat> 10 of the same type of things, but um, the munchie pack's 20 of the best Japanese snacks and candies you can possibly buy, the medium munchie pack is 10 of them, and it's half the price, obviously, and then there's a mini pack, so I had all those ready to go, I was doing all my shopping, getting all the stock, and I was going to do this really rad one, I was going to do a four-pack Kit Kat like a triple treat but a triple, triple treat plus one and there's gonna be four big bags of the mini kit kats and it was gonna be four different flavors and it was gonna be epic and it was a good price too it was like 20 bucks i think five ten dollars shipping and you got four big bags of mini japanese kit kats you've been with me for a while so and you know about japanese kit kats and you know how good they are and you know how unique they are and Halloween this year is no different. So they had the... What's that? The apple pie. They had this apple pie Kit Kat, which is sort of reminiscent of the fall period. And it's sort of leading into the Halloween. The Kit Kats released these two together. So it was cool. And then they had the pumpkin crisp wafers, which were really nice, man. It's a pumpkin flavored Kit Kat. Or a pumpkin flavored Kit Kat. So inside white chocolate wafer covered in pumpkin white chocolate flavored chocolate and the packaging is so cool orange bats all over it it was rad and what else do they have with the Kit Kats? so um they had the Kit Kats, the new witch's brew flavor it tastes like marshmallow so it's a marshmallow flavored Kit Kat for halloween which is amazing the new witch's brew and also what else is there it's not just yeah blah, 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 so much more and I had all these big dreams of all these rad stuff that I wanted to share with you great people around the world. And I've been hamstrung. I can't ship anything. Nothing. Nada. You might have noticed that from my Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook pages, and the shop in general. Like, I haven't updated anything. Same with the podcast. I haven't up done this podcast for the last couple of months because of work as I mentioned in the earlier part of this podcast but also I can't ship with Japan Post which is my number one shipper. I ship with Japan Post because I do SAL shipping which is surface and air. It's the cheapest for you guys and it's also the fastest in that price range 
If you want really fast, but you're happy to pay a lot of money, I can ship EMS. But trust me, it costs a lot of money. It's super fast, you'll get it in a week. But it costs you, it costs a lot. So, we'll just go to the bad news right now. Yeah, I can't ship. I haven't been able to ship anything since I since around June. I think January, February, March, April, May. No, around May, June. May, June was around the time when Japan Post just said, no, we're not accepting small packages or SAL to send to other countries. Um, you can't ship it. And it was nasty, man, because I had this really nice order to send to my good friend Joe Dees in the US. He ordered a munchie pack and a couple of gacha gachas. And I had a really big order to supply an Australian supplier. And I can't do it. So I'm looking at some workarounds because there's always a positive and a negative. I might be able to ship with uh, Kuro Neko or Yamamoto. I've been looking at what they're offering and I'm probably going to try to incorporate that and see how we go. I checked that DHL and man, they charge way too much. I can't ship with them for that much. So bear with me, stay with me. I'll try to pick, I'll try to get something happening. I'll try to get shipping organized and, and try to get it cheaper for you guys and better and faster as well. So you never give up, never surrender, always keep going. In the face of adversity, there's always a positive and a negative. <clears throat> so that's pretty much the uh, Tokyo Munchies news for today. So we talked about the bazooka sliders, which are rad. Talked about the Kit Kats. Um, also, I'm experimenting, experimenting with another interface for the shop called Equid. I'm not 100% sure about it because I started building it. But last week I went to the Japan Post to check if we can ship yet. And they said no. No, no you can't. No, no. So it sort of put me on pause again. And I... I hate this feeling, it's like running in place, like treading water, you, you can't move forward, you don't want to, you can't go backwards, well, I can't go backwards, so you shouldn't be able to go backwards either, and um, you can't go forward, you just sort of, just, like, you're like a spoon in a cup of coffee, just going around and around and around, it's crazy. Anyway, I'll, I'll shut up about that, we'll go to a commercial break. And I'll come back with a couple other things I want to talk to you guys about and uh, do some shout-outs, and that'll be it for the podcast today. So stay with me, guys, and we'll be back after this short commercial break. Cheers! Hey, guys, do you like tennis? Well, check out 3030tennis.com. 3030tennis is a shortened format of tennis where every point really counts. It can be described as a tennis equivalent of 2020 format of cricket. 3030 Tennis provides recreational and professional tennis players with an alternative shorter format of sets to four games with no ads. Fast four! 3030 Tennis produces shorter, faster, moving, more dynamic matches that feel, look, and sound like traditional matches. 3030 Tennis takes away the dead time during matches and makes more points matter quicker. A set is completed in around 20 minutes on average allowing you more time to play with different opponents and is a perfect set for mixes or socials. I'm a proud brand ambassador of 3030tennis.com. Go get some today! Okay, well there you go guys. I told you I wasn't any good at these commercial things like Nate from Indie Blast podcast. Um, yeah, I just don't know. 
It could be my recording environment that was done in my room. Now I'm in my garden because I'm having a walk with Kyle. Here we go. Tongue tied all over again. So now I'm outside in my garden doing a quick walk with Kyle in my garden while sitting in the pool. So it's going into fall now, so I'm definitely not in the pool and it's full of kids' toys, so I'm not getting in there with a tan filled clown pole. It's actually getting a bit of film of ice on there too because it's getting cold. So we're going to wrap up this podcast pretty soon, pretty shortly, because I've pretty much run out of things to talk about. But quickly, the brand ambassador thing. I am, as I said in that really bad commercial just before, for 3030tennis.com, but that is a real serious thing. I, I am a tennis coach, that's what I do six days a week, I coach tennis. And I was approached by Mark Millane, he's from Milne. He's from Scotland. He started this uh, new scoring system called 3030 Tennis. And I implemented that in my lesson plans and it works really, really good. It makes the game shorter, more fast and more dynamic, as said in the commercial, in the bad commercial. And I work for Mark as a brand ambassador for 3030tennis.com around the world and focused in Tokyo. So trying to bring the 3030 format to tennis games here in Japan. It's an interesting path and I love it because I love tennis, I love working as a brand ambassador for companies I love and support, so it's a cool thing. Um, On the brand ambassador story, this is an interesting story, you probably would have seen this popping up in your media feeds, you probably would have got messages, actually DMs on Instagram from people, like random people you've never heard of, saying hey, check out this company, they have a great brand ambassador program, or these companies contact you directly saying, hey, do you want to be a brand ambassador for our company? And I know, I know, I'm the same as you. We're all the same. We're all humans. We all get excited if someone notices us. And beware is what I can say to you good people out there. Beware of the brand ambassador scam thing going on. Because there's a lot of shady cats in that industry and it seems to be, I don't know, it's an interesting scam. It's not a scam in the... Thank you, mate. Sorry, I'm outside in the garden, so there's going to be random people selling their cars in the car park. But, um... Yeah, it's not a scam in the traditional sense because what they do is they target people like me who have around 2,000 followers on Instagram. So I'm nothing. I'm a small fry. And I don't care. I'm not in it for the glory. I'm in it for selling Japanese candy and providing Japanese candy for you awesome people around the world. But um, what these companies do is they target people like me or, or people with a similar number and they send you a message <clears throat> saying how great your Instagram channel is and how much they want to work with you and how you can be a brand ambassador for their company and just check this link and fill out your details and we'll get back to you shortly. And all the hoo-ha and all the smoke blowing up the rectum carry on. And you feel, you get excited because you're like, wow, someone noticed me, I might be doing something right. And I've had experience with a couple of these companies now, and I realize straight away what they're up to. So what they want you to do is promote their product across your social networking sites. So your Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, YouTube, MySpace, whatever else you use. Promote their products across your social networking sites. In turn, they will give you a 100% discount on a product from their store as if you pay shipping. Now, there's different styles of this. Some of them will say, hey, we'll give you a 
free gift if you sign up today and uh, and we'll send you a free gift but you have to take photographs of this product and share it across your social networking sites before you get the product and then you get the product actually no it's a, uh, sorry it's a little bit confusing what they normally do is like hey we'll give you some free product all you have to do is pay for shipping and handling we'll send you the free product it's going to be 70 dollars worth of free product for you to promote and then you get 50 percent discount on everything else in store and you get uh you get a percentage of sales and yeah 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 and i'm sure i i was actually almost almost tricked by one of these guys recently uh, but i research it first always do your research guys always do your research on these things um i checked it out and this company they said they would send you 70 dollars worth of goodies so please tell them what stuff you like and they'll send you 70 dollars worth of goodies and you have to comment and like and share all their posts on social media take a picture of yourself with the goodies that they send you and post that on your social media and you get X amount of percentage per sale and what I saw when I researched this online was that all the people that did go with this brand ambassador scam not scam thing they got sent this really really ugly pair of sunglasses and were asked to take a photo of that and share it on their social media and I've read a lot of reviews and reports about that and man I wouldn't be caught dead wearing those sunglasses if if I had a cat I wouldn't even give those to the cat to wear to take a funny cat picture for social media it's just a scam and it's a very interesting scam too because what they're doing is they're getting you to buy a cheap crappy pair of sunglasses for just the shipping and handling which could be anywhere from 10 to 50 dollars asking you to promote their product for free online to generate sales for them and then they cut and burn you so they're cutting off their nose despite their face to move a piece of crap product for the lowest price or for the maximum profit they can generate it's crazy it's really really weird man I don't see how it works for anybody but that being said, back to the positives. I am a like I am a dyed in the wool. I am a brand ambassador for 3030. I did a lot of work with them. I implemented their 3030 program into my tennis classes. I wrote up a testimonial for them. I promoted their products all the time. And Mark sent me two shirts for free, which is fantastic. I wear them in my classes as much as I can. And I still keep pushing 3030 because I want it to be into mainstream tennis one day. <clears throat> it's a fantastic idea. Mark has already approached the ITF, which is the International Tennis Federation, about using 30-30 as an alternative scoring method in, uh, in major tournaments. Um, he tried it before, I think he got rejected the first time around, so he's trying again harder this time to get it accepted and as a trial run. And I'm really supporting him because I love to support the underdogs. So, not every brand ambassador story is a scam. Another one, I work for Events Hakuba as well as a brand for as a brand ambassador. Again, this is a legitimate company. Uh, they don't ask me to buy anything. I promote their products. I get a percentage of the sales from promoting their products. I will buy something from them, and I will buy lots of things from them because we're going into the ski snowboarding season soon. And so I want a hoodie, and I want a hat, and I want some jackets and stuff from them. 
and I promote their brand as well because they give me a percentage of sales. So go check out 3030.com if you're a tennis player or a tennis coach and you want to implement a new scoring system and go check out eventshakuba.com if you want to get some really cool product from Hakuba, Japan, which is where the best ski and snowboarding areas are just outside of Tokyo. So I think that being said is pretty much the end of this podcast. So it's got off tangent a little bit because we're here for Tokyo Munchies. But that's pretty much all I've got to say today. So shout out to my good friend Jodies. Go check him out. Find him on Facebook. Go find him. He's a cool dude. Go check out 3030tennis.com and go check out <clears throat> eventsakuba.com. I'll put the links in the description. I'm starting to lose my voice. Um, and we'll leave it at that. So this is Carl from Tokyo Munchies. Hope you have a great day. And hi-yay, if you got the munchies and we've got the munchies, tokyomunchies.com.